remember my name, occupation and where I live. Which the rescuers keep asking me to make sure I was okay. Somewhere in the back of my mind, I'm holding on to the thought that I will be given the all-clear after a few checkups at the hospital. As the hours pass, it becomes clear that the damage to my body is greater and far more serious than I ever imagined. It seems that every time the doctor on duty comes to see me, he tells me that I've broken something else. You've done your T12, mate, that's for sure. And your L1, we know that. You can see that you've smashed your right wrist, so that will have to be put in plaster ASAP. We think you've broken both knees, and you might also have some internal bleeding, but we're not 100% sure on that yet. In the haze that starts to descend on me, I ask one of the nurses if I'm going to have a problem walking again. She just smiles and says, let's wait and see how all the tests come back. And it's then that I know I'm in deep trouble. What I was looking for was a, get out of here, don't be stupid, you know, like George on Seinfeld, or an equally reassuring expression of the fact that there is nothing to worry about. It's now I start to really fear that I may never be able to walk again. As I lay on that bed over two years ago, it occurred to me that life had thrown me another hardball. Remember, at that point, I didn't know the extent of the damage. But as I thought about what I might have to deal with, I grew quite calm. I look back at my life over the past three years and I realised that I had been through so much. I weathered a financial crisis that I thought in my darker moments would sink me. I had managed to get my business back to a level that was even more exciting than before. And just as I felt I had moved through and beyond a very rough patch in my life, here I was, lying in a bed, staring at the ceiling of Royal North Shore Hospital. Here we go again, I thought to myself. But deep in my heart, I knew I'd get through just as I'd got through before. I was just going to have to learn to deal with a whole new set of challenges. I told myself that endless night. I knew I wasn't going to give up. And that was when the idea for this book came to me. The first lessons appeared as I struggled about later, learning to walk again, and as I sat through endless meetings with creditors. And of course, as I thought about it, the ideas grew and grew. Each one of us, at some time in our lives, is faced with a personal crisis. For some, it may be as serious as losing a loved one, the end of a marriage, the failure of a business, or a major health problem. For others, it might involve losing a job or simply moving house. But whatever form the crisis takes, it's not the crisis itself that matters. It's how we deal with it that counts. This book is about bouncing back from setbacks, it's about falling over and getting back up again. It's about making mistakes, taking wrong turns and falling off cliffs, literally. Ultimately, it's about showing you that life is a series of learning experiences. I'm going to show you, by sharing some inspiring stories of courage and determination, how to turn crisis into opportunity. And I'm going to tell you my own story, because I want you to see that mistakes and setbacks are part of everyone's life. Above all, I want this book to motivate and uplift you, whatever the problems you are dealing with. I want you to be inspired to not let a crisis spiral into a negative cycle in your life, but to learn lessons from your experience and turn it into a positive. I'm going to give you some solid workable skills to get through the tough times and the rough patches. And how have those skills been developed? Through trial and error and straight out life experience. Don't Give Up is about seeing the opportunity that is at the core of every obstacle that you might meet in your life. Don't Give Up is about never letting others dictate your plans, no matter how desperate things get. 
But more than anything else, Don't Give Up is about turning crisis into opportunity. And if I can do it, you can do it. Chapter 1. Facing Bankruptcy. Welcome to my nightmare. Paul, you'll have to declare yourself bankrupt. You have no other option. With these chilling words, I embarked on a journey that would take me to hell and back in every sense, financially, emotionally and physically. As my new financial advisor spoke these words, I felt a wave of shock pass through me. I remember just sitting there absolutely dumbfounded. I was in a plush corner office of a leading legal firm in Sydney with views to die for, yet all I can do was stare at the ceiling. With tears welling up in my eyes, it was obvious to me...